0: Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, I share a story about how I almost knocked a friend's eye out. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story about way back in the day when I met a friend of mine and she was six and I was eight. Nowadays, that's not a big difference in age, it's not a big deal at all. I mean, for instance, my boyfriend is two years younger than me, and nobody says anything about it. In fact, if he comes up with a bad idea, I don't get blamed for it. It's all on him. When you're a little kid, though, between six and eight, if you're the eight-year-old, you're the one who always gets in trouble, even if it's the six-year-old's idea. So once we would go, we went swimming in a creek near my house. We li- I lived on a farm, like a 20-acre farm with the- this creek that was kind of gross that went right by it. And so one day in the summer, it's really hot, and she's like, hey, let's go swimming. it would be great. There are moccasins in this creek. I mean, this is really nasty thing, and when you walk through it, you would, like, sink to your hips. And so we were sunk to our hips when my mom came up and told me that I was the worst kid in the world and that we were in a lot of trouble. A couple of months later... We decided that we really, really needed a candy bar, so we decided to go for a walk to the 7-Eleven. Now, I lived on a 20-acre farm, and then there were a bunch of farms next to it, and then there was a road, and then that road took you to the 7-Eleven, and there are neighborhoods there. So there was life somewhere off of our farm. (laughs) And uh, so we walked all that way. We got our candy bar, and on the way back, my mom stopped us, told me what a horrible kid I was and how much trouble we were in. (sighs) I know I was a bad kid. So then there were also the times, like, once we were looking for pizza money. This was her idea, too. We were searching for pizza money underneath couches and in um, pockets, our parents' coat pockets, and I'm not going to tell you whose house we were at. And then all of a sudden we found um, these photos in uh, one of the coat pockets. And uh, uh, they, well, you ever walk in on your parents when they're having sex? Yeah, well, I had pictures. <laughs> it was her idea that you're looking. So <laughs> anyway, the, the last thing that happened, but this isn't the story. This is just another example of how, how she thought and how much it was never my idea. Anyway, so one day we're walking around, and she tells me, you know, my sister was talking about how great it is to smoke tea. And you're like, Okay. So we go into the pantry, and we grab a couple of uh, bags of Lipton tea. And we go, and we get her rolling paper. And we go to a farm nearby, and we're sitting there watching the horses roll, trying to roll tea. Yeah, we lit it. We smoked it. We couldn't understand why anybody would ever want to smoke tea. But we tried. We got to say we tried. So anyway, my dad built our house, my house. And it took him like a 12-year period to do this. And it started when I was five and ended later on. And so there was this refuse pile between the creek and our house. And I would go out there, and I would grab stuff and, you know, make little forts and get nails through the feet and whatever else would happen when you're playing in junk One day, she's hanging out, and we decide we want to make a fort. And she's standing at the top of this, well, it's like a hill, ravine, whatever, and I'm at the bottom, and I'm throwing stuff up to her. Oh, look, there's a board with nails in it. And she'd step out of the way, or she'd catch it. And then there was one I grabbed, and then I just swung it up. And all of a sudden, it was slow motion, just kind of spinning. And I could see her eyes get really wide. And bam, right in the face. And before I could get up there, she had already covered her face and she was running back to the house. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh God. what did I do with my friend? Did I did I hit her eye out? Did I just knock my friend's eye out? So I get to the top of this, the ravine, the hill, whatever, and there's nothing. She's not there. I can't talk to her. There's a trail of blood, however... Little drips here, and then a bunch right here, and then a little drip here. And i frozen, like, ten feet in front of my house, like, oh, crap. I'm in so much trouble. This was her idea. No matter what, this was her idea. But she's lost her eye. I'm such a bad person. So anyway, the babysitter runs out, slams the door, she's covering her face, my friend is covering her face, and they, she's dragging her to the car, and she looks at me and she goes, you are in so much trouble, you sit right here until I come back. Which is bad, when you realize that your babysitter is so mad that she's leaving you at the house to sit on the porch until she comes back, <laughs> and she's not worried about getting fired. So yeah. I sit there until my parents come home, and they're like, what happened? Oh, my God, I wonder if she lost her eye, and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, my gosh, she may have actually lost her eye. So I can't sleep through the night. I don't eat the next day. I can't talk to anybody. I don't know what to do. You know, I'm just a little kid. I don't want to have to live with this for the rest of my life. She's my best friend, and I knocked her eye out. It's very emotional, sorry. After all this, about three days pass, and she comes in. And she has stitches right here, right next to her eye. About four of them. Oh, my God, I was so relieved. <laughs> you know, just like an inch to the left, and I would have got her. <laughs> like, so lucky. And still to this day... And I won't tell you how old I am. Let's say it's about 25, 30 years later. She still has the scar right next to her eye. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit TellMeMoreLive.org. That's TellMeMoreLive.org. We will find a list of upcoming shows, submission, and contact forms, and more storyteller podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.